Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I'm Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. Yes, I promise this is actually me. I know it does not sound like me. Uh, that's because that uh, holiday bug that seems to be hitting everybody in North Texas right now has come for yours truly. I am also joined by Brian Broadus, former uh, Super Bowl Super Bowl winning NFL scout. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday on 105 Through the Fan in Dallas and the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. And Brian, how's it going? You seem happy. You seem healthy. Uh, how's it going? Man, I, I thought this show had a lot more toughness to it. Hey, you know? toughness is showing up here. I thought, you here. know, I thought, I thought there was... It's, you know, it's a full, it's a full on grind. You know, you, you play hurt and I, you know, I do appreciate you playing a little hurt today. I really yeah. do. Yeah. I, I'm playing, I'm playing hurt. I, I'm You're playing here. a lot hurt. It sounds like it, man. It's, it, it's honestly, it's not even that it's just, it's my voice is gone. Yeah. It, it like I'm, I'm doing all right. It's just the voice is shot at this point. Yeah. So yeah. honestly, I think it's that I've had to work that extra half hour on the morning show this week uh, with Sean <laughs> Sharif out. That extra half hour, like this is what I was trying to avoid the last year by not showing up at 530 was making sure that my voice wasn't taxed, uh, Brian. So that's what we're looking at. Um, so we're going to take a look at the Lions today. Uh, there's obviously the uh, big game coming up this weekend, the induction of Jimmy Johnson into the Cowboys ring of honor. Um, but before we do that, I wanted to take a, a a closer look at something that you've suggested recently, Brian, here on the show. I know you've suggested on the G-Bag Nation and that's the idea of these home road splits and some of what could be at play here being that here we go cadence uh, being something that's a little more difficult for them to execute on the road in loud environments. And that then causing some issues in terms of their communication, specifically along the offensive line. So I think for a lot of fans, when they hear the talk about cadence, they think of it as a starting gun at a race or something. And it's just, okay. Yeah. It's, it's the, it's the magic words that say go. Why is that such a big deal? Why would everything be so thrown off by that? Cause everybody, you know, it's not like you're having a bunch of guys who are false starting every time. So as long as they're getting the snap off, what does that affect? So uh, I was hosting on DallasCowboys.com and one Oh five through the fan on Wednesday night uh, with Kevin Hagelin from one Oh five through the fan Nate Newton and Dave Campo uh, on the Cowboys crosstalk. And after you had brought this up, I wanted to bring that line of thinking up to Nate Newton and get Nate to explain what is the importance of the cadence and how could that be affected on the road? So Brian, I'm going to play that real quick. This is a longer cut. It's about three and a half minutes, but I'm going to play this and then we'll talk about it on the other side. So this is Nate Newton. Uh, this is me setting up Nate and then Nate's reaction to the discussion of cadence on Wednesday night. Nate, one of the things that's, become a discussion point is maybe it's it's the communication between the offensive line maybe it's the cadence that that cadence that we've all started to hear the here we go white 80 set up and and and, you know it's become almost memed on the internet but when you just break that down for people listening the importance of the cadence and why could that potentially cause so much disruption to the quality of the offense between home and road uh it's gonna take all the time now. They hit it. We we hit do, it early. Do you enough. want? Do you want to get? No, I want you to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> when when we we used to get out of the huddle fast, we that didn't mean because we got out of the huddle fast, we was gonna run a play fast. A lot of times, you want to give your quarterback a chance to survey. More importantly, you want to give your center a chance to see the five guys that we're gonna take. Normally, the four down guys and the one linebacker. All right, if they're running a three four. Uh, the six guys, because we, you know, 
with when then Moose would be involved. Mm-hmm. So the coach, and that would give us defensive offensive linemen a chance, our center to step nice and say, okay, we got 55 to 33. And the quarterback, okay, they got 55 to 33. So that alert the wide receiver out there that if both if this 33 come along with 55, it's a hot rock. You break right this thing now. off yeah. right now. So now, but the quarterback may change the play. Boom, boom, boom. He may flip it all the way to the other side. So now we're looking at 55 still, but now we got 26 over here. This receiver got to be alerted to it. This tight end. Now, because we move the power, this tight end got to be alerted to it. Clock get down about 12. Ready, ready. Ready, ready. Here we go. Here we go. Play is in lock. It's locked now. We're not going to change it. And now you're asking a lot from your offensive line, and you're asking a lot from your receivers. And when it's loud, something can be lost in communications. But the reason I wanted Coach to go because what Jimmy did, when we go to New Orleans, we stop with all this ready, ready. Yes. We, we start, we get our best five running plays with two variations off our best five running plays. Now, a lot of our receiving stuff stayed in place because we wasn't a, a, a West Coast offense. So what we called in the huddle, we could adjust anything on the field. So what I'm trying to say here is sometimes you got to simplify, especially on your defense, so guys can play fast. You are, are your players the single high with, with, with cover corners. You changed a little bit last week because of Miami and all of his speed, but this should be very easy. Now it comes down to whether your defensive linemen want a straight rush or run games. If you're running games and, you're in that, and, that, and that tight end changes, now all of a sudden them games get a little shaky and everybody can get a little lost. But coach them, I used to hear Jimmy tell them, why don't you simplify it so our players can continue to play fast? It, it, all of these things we've heard before, but what you have to do is prepare your players for these type situations. When we used to have a loud, like New Orleans, or Seattle, or even we go out to play the Steelers, if we had to hold hands, yeah, right. you know, if we if we had to let our center say, green, 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 and then we'll all go 1,001, 1,002, we all move together. We practice this. And you have to dedicate yourself, forget what the, what the Players Association talking about, finding you u.s players got to go, get put that extra time in u.s players forget the coaches u.s players so i think that was a a really good explanation from nate newton in terms That's an of all pro answer right there it is that that is a six-time pro bowler right there a guy who hopefully uh he'll get thrown up in the ring of honor here uh soon one day um but the, I, I thought that was a really great answer from nate newton in, in terms of just talking about hey this is how it can impact things when the cadence is off or if you miss a call and you don't understand that this is slid here, you don't understand which guys are being accounted for here. Um, and, and also how you talked about that when they were in new Orleans and he's literally saying they were holding hands on the yeah. line of scrimmage. Oh yeah. It's so loud. Right. And you hear the center call and then they're just in their heads are 1001, 1002 go. And that they have to do those sorts of things. Do you think Brian that you've obviously suggested, Hey, maybe this is part of what, has caused the issue. And I know John Machado from the athletic, he came on this week. He thought that was a great theory that that was something yeah. that has, has caused problems for them on the road. Do you think that that's something that they can potentially identify and repair in time for the playoffs? Or is that something where that there may not be a magic cure all for that? 
Well, there's not a magic cure-all for it right now. Uh, but the one thing that they're benefiting, and it, what's the reason I brought this up was there were times, like in the Buffalo game, for example, where a twist stunt that normally Smith and Tyler Smith, Tyron Smith and Tyler Smith, usually just pick up. Usually it's just a simple... And sometimes with Ty, with Tyron, it's not communication. It's just kind of a given. But, you know, maybe you want to communicate the stunt. They end up trying to man the stunt, meaning they went when the when the uh, the tackle went out, that Tyler Smith went with him. And when the when the and when the end came around, you know, Tyron Smith, Tyron Smith went with him. So now you're colliding and guys are getting picked. Tyron yeah. got picked. And now, you know, the looper is on to Dak Prescott. And I started thinking, I'm like, man, that's that's something that they that you don't see that happen at home. You, you just don't see that stunt problem happen at home. They usually sort it out. They pick it up. The thing that also got me, too, was how deep they were getting into the count. And Dak was just pounding his foot on the turf and clapping his hands. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. Give me the ball. So you don't see that at home. You see you see a real smoothness to the way, you know, we've all, you know, we're at home game. We can hear the, you know, we can hear Dak with the, here we go. And then they get into their, your, you know, the cadence and the ball. And everything runs really, really smooth. But uh, you know they're they they've been having some problems. The, I will say this: in the Miami game, I was surprised with Adoga in some of the the problems they had. Just you know, there was one time there, and Nate and Coach Campo brought it up, where where uh, where uh, Steele blocked down to take the blitzer, and you're taught as an offensive lineman that like. You know, to slide inside, take the first threat, the blitzer's the first threat, and they let the furthest guy from the ball go. That's the quarterback's man. Well, if you watch the All-22, it's a third and six, and you see Cooks sees the blitzer to his side, and he looks for the ball inside. And Dak's looking at him, and he doesn't throw him the ball. And so you wonder, well, what kind of – what kind of hot packages do they have? You know, Dave brought it up. Uh, uh, you know, Nate brought it up. You wonder, well, are the Cowboys, do they throw hot? Because it happened a couple of different times. Yeah, It happened to Ferguson on the other side when Adoga didn't, you know, didn't block who he was supposed to block. And so, you know, Ferguson was looking for the ball inside like, I think I'm supposed to get this pass here. You know, I think I'm supposed to get a hot, hot read. And that's something as we get into Detroit was going to be a little concerning to me because Detroit is a very heavy linebacker blitz team. Uh, Angeloni, the the linebacker, big time blitzer. He's he's I think he's got twenty six pressures this year, which is the second most of any off ball linebacker playing in the game today. He's a really good pass rusher at the there. You go there. You go. So now you're thinking, well, you know, we'll see how it all plays out, but. I do believe that they had some they had some communication issues and it's affected the way that they played. And, you know, it usually starts with the center. And I'm going to be real honest with you, Bobby, and I think you saw the all twenty two. It wasn't one of the best games for Tyler Biotish. No. We all we all kind of focus on on what happened with uh, Adoga. <laughs> but, you know, if you believe in metrics, and I always say that, you know, next gen stats, thirty nine dropbacks. 
three pressures is what they had, you know, for Adoga, you know, but I guarantee you, you look inside of what happened at center, it told a far different story that, that everybody focusing on the tackle, the center didn't play particularly well. And he, he had been playing very well. Yeah. You know, this was a tough, tough game for him inside with Wilkins and stuff. So, but yes, to, I really appreciate Nate and coach, explaining and walking us through because that's exactly what they're dealing with right now on the road. And it's clear that there's been some times where protection hasn't been as nearly clean as it is when they play at AT AT&T stadium. Hopefully something that the Cowboys can clean up as they head into the postseason, where they could be facing several road games here. Uh, It's definitely something that uh, will, will be an issue, a, a continued challenge for them. Uh, as they move along, you're listening to the Love the Star podcast. Love the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.